At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Protests at Raleigh City Hall continue. Hundreds of people who are adamant that Raleigh City Council adopt what they call a ceasefire resolution in the war between Israel and Hamas. Over 200 people showed up at the last meeting. So many of them spoke. That meeting went until almost 11 p.m., nearly five hours. Not passing a ceasefire resolution means voting yes to a continuation of this violence. How can there be a ceasefire when Hamas still calls for the destruction of Israel? So all of this has been going on for months, since October, really, when the decades-old conflict in Israel re-erupted into all-out war. Many of the people who signed up to speak about this last week have been relentless with their efforts and have rarely missed a chance to share their passion. And at times, that passion turns into heated debate and angry disagreements that can be disruptive. With that. Shut up! So, a viewer, uh, Lois, emailed me after the most recent council meeting and said, what baffles me is why no demonstrations for a ceasefire in the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Why only Gaza? I've also talked to some other people who have really scratched their heads at the whole thing, calling it a bit frivolous, asking what impact would Raleigh, North Carolina have on a conflict in another country halfway around the world? It's a reasonable question. I mean, what are the chances a resolution signed by these folks between, I don't know, rezoning land for a parking lot and re-upping the contract for city landscapers has an actual impact on a war between two groups that have been in some respects at odds for thousands of years, rooted in religion and land rights? Well. This seems like a pretty good place to talk about the whole thing, so why don't we go in depth? And let's start with that email from Lois. She asked, why only Gaza, not Ukraine, Russia? And I've heard this criticism a lot, but it's a bit of a fallacy called a false dilemma or a false dichotomy, one of those all-or-nothing arguments. For instance, why stop with Gaza and Ukraine? Why not Sudan as well? Here's a headline from a few weeks ago. Why are they forgetting about us? Right now, Sudan is suffering through a military conflict that's killed thousands in less than a year. The UN calls it the world's largest human displacement crisis, a conflict spurred from foreign invasions, ethnic tensions, religious disputes, and fights over resources. Sound familiar at all? Unfortunately, there are conflicts all over the world. You can't ask people to call, care about all of them or none of them. Would you say to someone, I can't believe you donated to cancer research. I guess you don't care about people with heart disease. Now, for those of you who think a call for a ceasefire resolution is frivolous or performative or a distraction from some perspectives, well, you're exactly right. I mean, how about this headline from last week in the New York Times? Ann Arbor School Board set to vote on Israel-Gaza ceasefire resolution. Yeah, a school board. In what world does a Michigan school board have a direct impact on a foreign war? Well, not this one, and I know that because the resolution passed last Thursday and nothing happened. In fact, all of these cities have passed resolutions as well, and some of them are major U.S. cities, and yet the war has raged on, making it reasonable to conclude that these resolutions are purely symbolic. And while this type of symbolism might not have teeth on its own, 
to call it frivolous might be a bit naive. Some of the biggest changes in the history of our country have come from symbolic gestures. Rosa Parks refused to give up her bus seat, and now we learn about her in school. Now look, I'm not comparing Rosa Parks to the protesters at the Raleigh City Council, but explaining how an act, even a simple act or an idea, can grow into something bigger. That moment spurred more moments. Those moments led to new leadership and new policy. And right now, U.S. policy supports this war in many ways. As of today, the U.S. government continues to send billions of dollars in aid to Israel without calling for a ceasefire in the bombardment of Gaza. When Senator Bernie Sanders opposed giving Israel $10 billion in aid over human rights concerns, lawmakers shut him down. Could a protest in Raleigh change that? Yeah, even if it did, would American policy truly sway the agendas in Israel dramatically enough to end a war? I don't know, that's not for me to say, but we have seen the power of symbolic social movements to create real change. Let me know what you think on this. Email me at dan at wrl.com. And not just about the impact that these protests could have on the bigger part of the puzzle here, but the impact they have here at home, on the council, on their ability to do the stuff that we elect them to do. You know, the boring stuff like rezoning that land for a parking lot and the like. Tell me what's on your mind and we'll go in depth. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.